You guys ready? Let's ready. do it. Let's do it. Welcome to the RCCF Podcast. I'm Phil Forrester, owner of Rock City Complete Fitness, the home of Rock City CrossFit, boot camp, nutrition coaching, personal training, and youth fitness. Joining me today on the podcast is Arkansas's fittest man of 2023, Adam Dykus. Hello, hello. Hey, Adam. And now playing the role of CrossFit semifinal coach, Nick Holder. Hello, hello. Yeah, he's got a new title. Pawpaw slash. We'll, we'll uh, use that term loosely. <laughs> PR guy. Yeah. And we are excited today to have a very special guest, guest with us, uh, Jason Grubb, and we'll get uh, introduced to him and get to know him a little bit today. But before we jump into that, we got a big announcement for our sponsor, Trailblazer Roasting Company. Rusty Wilson, one of the owners of Trailblazer Roasting and one of our CrossFit coaches. Shout out, Rusty. Made sure that we uh, had to cover this on today's podcast. They have just launched their new website. Now it's the same address, Trailblazer Roasting Company. No, trailblazerroasting.com. But you're now able to do ordering, do subscription. So the new website is designed specifically to make getting your favorite coffee so much easier. It tells you everything you need to know about the origin of the coffee, the blend you want to choose, and it helps you make choices based on your preferences. Also, with the upgrade, again, is the subscription. It's a model that you can uh, pick any coffee you want in the 12-ounce, the 2-pound, or the 5-pound options, and it's delivered directly to your door. You can pick how often you want it delivered. You can ensure that you're not ever going to rush run out of that fresh, high-quality coffee. And you <laughs> do you want whole bean? Do you want ground? You make the choices. Uh, you tell us what you want, when you want it, and it'll be at your door ready for the next morning brew. So go to trailblazerroasting.com to see the new layout and see all those subscription options. And be sure to look for the website link in the show notes for today's podcast. So awesome. shout out Trailblazer Roasting. Big Russ. Big Russ. <laughs> all right. So before, again, we jump in and talk to uh, Jason, I want to get an update from Adam. What, Adam, is going on with your trip to Pasadena? Well, um, I train, I eat, I sleep, <laughs> and then I repeat that over and over again. No, it's been it's been going pretty pretty good for me. Um, you know, just dialing in these last couple weeks uh, has been a challenge. You know, I'm ready to ready to compete, but I I told I was telling y'all actually this morning that um, you know I feel like I'm in this, and you can attest to this. Uh, I feel like I'm in this long marathon. And I'm like on the last mile, you know, I want to just walk. <laughs> I want to just coast to the end, you know, and and uh, get to the semifinals and do my thing. But these last few weeks of training, it, it, it's been unique, you know, as somebody that kind of kind of does my own thing. Um, you know, I, we talk about by programming, how I write my own, I, you know, I kind of steal pieces here and there. Um, you know, it's been challenging to kind of just figure out, like, what do I need to do to taper you know, yeah. and I'm glad I have Jason Grubb here with us because I'm going to pick his brain, yep. you know, for the next couple of weeks. Like, how do I how do I tone down? I mean, I, I I don't think I can get really more fit in the next three weeks or fitter, <laughs> but I think I can get, uh, you know, I, I, I can go down to Pasadena and not not be ready for yeah. sure. So it's been interesting, though. So what's the timeline? What's well, uh, Today's May 5th, so... Yeah, we leave, so... You know, you're going to know in advance the workouts, right? Right, yeah. So May 11th, we find out the workouts. I, I think that's next Wednesday. And so we'll have two weeks to, you know, go through those as many times and 
yeah. and, you know, as we want. So now, is the East going to do the workouts before? Is so, are, all the, are all of the semifinals doing the same workouts? I, I think so. I believe so. I'm 99% sure. I, 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 uh, I mean, are, are they? At <laughs> least the at least the CrossFit run events are all doing the yeah, same events. So in, in the U.S., yeah, we're, we're and that's something yeah. interesting too that I was talking to somebody the other day. I did not I did not know that uh, cross. This is the first semifinal, the East and the West that, that CrossFit is mm -hmm. programming the workouts. Right. Like usually it would be CrossFit would program a couple, and then the event the people that hosting the event would program the rest. Right. So. This is going to be interesting. Which seems to be not a level playing field. Right. Because well, it could that, be so workout specific yeah, to the event. Well, that was the big controversy when they got rid of the regionals and they started going to all these individualized events because depending on which event you went to and you qualified, it might not be at the yeah. same level to qualify right. at a different event. So that yeah, was significant. Yeah, so from, from my understanding, to answer your question, I, I believe that... Uh, at least East and West will be similar. They will be the same. And they're going first before you, right? That's yeah. That's yeah. The way so I, you'll get a whole extra week. I'll get to watch see, them. See how to they watch do some it. Film strategy. Yeah, yeah do some film study. Dude, we're going to go to film study. <laughs> we're, hey, you think I'm kidding, man? I'm not kidding. <laughs> Let's watch this guy crash and burn. What not to do? Yeah, here's what not to do. So yeah. So I mean, it, it's all lining up for someone like like myself who you know new to this, and really it's new for everybody. You know, this sure. is the first time Justin Medeiros is trying going to have to do this and, and in this way. Um, you know, but yeah, it's uh, we get the workouts next Wednesday, I believe, and and we're gonna run through them, and so see what it works. Now, yep. the um, as you're uh, uh, absorbing all of this newfound fame and newfound recognition, you have fame. one more thing that you can add to your claim to fame. Not only now are you the fittest man in Arkansas, 2023, but you are also officially. A college graduate. Yes, I am. Thank the Lord. I am so happy about that. I, uh, dude, that's that's got to be one of the biggest accomplishments because it's just been such a long journey, a lot of ups and downs. I didn't want to finish, but I went ahead and did it. Um, but you know, CrossFit's really it. It's taught me a lot about pushing through adversity and getting it done. You know, and I don't think without CrossFit, I don't think I'd graduate college. I really don't. Yeah. Well, so congratulations. Thank you. Thank We're you. all very, very proud of you and happy for you. Thank you. So the plan, Nick, you've got it lined up Pasadena. There's a whole crew going. What's happening? <laughs> we leave on the 23rd, Tuesday. Adam and I will go out first. We fly in, get him acclimated. Right. Get him used to the West Coast climate, We're gonna time change. Drop in a couple gyms out there, do some fitness. Okay. And then a lot of our boys are flying out Wednesday. All so right. we have a whole... There's a, a lot of our boys in Beta. In Beta. Don't forget about Beta. <laughs> so we have a, a big Airbnb. We're going to be all staying together. And actually, Beta's going to say she's going to be our cook. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, it's going to be fun, man. We're, we're excited. Well, I know we're putting together. We're shooting for the Saturday the 20th. Is mm -hmm. that right? Yep, right. Send for a little send-off party for Adam. So we'll, we're, yeah. more, more to come on that for those that are local here. Yeah. In, I just want it to be fun. You yeah. know, I, I, I want Nick to bring his uh, bag of... You know, yeah. I want to just have a little bago tournament. Yeah, something man. Like that. You know, we got to got to gamble a little. Got to gamble a little. <laughs> got to compete, man. <laughs> well, it's exciting, man. We're all we're all pulling for you, yeah. cheering you on. Well, I appreciate Can't it, man. This to... uh, the community here, the family here at Rock City has just been incredible. And our shirts, you know, we did the shirts. Yes, They'll, one of those. They should be in the fifteenth. Okay. So we should have them roughly a week before we leave. Okay. So, and man, everybody, we uh, what I tell you, uh, uh, eighty. 
86 shirts, maybe oh, 76 great. shirts okay. that we, between yeah. all, you know, sweatshirt, yeah. t-shirt, long sleeve. So it was, again, the fundraising and the support has been amazing from everybody. Um, Adam should come back with even a little extra money. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Very man. cool. Congratulations. We might, we might buy we, we, runner. I don't well, know. actually, let me afraid. We're probably going to blow all that money <laughs> Sunday night. Sunday night. <laughs> after. Yeah. We're going out on the town. There you go. Well, yep. you deserve it, man. You'll have you'll have worked very hard to get there. I appreciate so, it, man. Well deserved. Yep. Um, well, that takes us to today. So we are so excited because uh, Jason Grubb has joined us for the next couple of weeks. And if you don't know who Jason Grubb is, you will shortly. He's a three-time CrossFit Games Masters champion. He's gone to the game four times, right? Won yep. them three times. Uh, he has a large following in the CrossFit community, especially with us, us seasoned athletes, <laughs> us old guys. And he really loves showing the old folks that it doesn't matter when you start, just just start and be amazed at what you can achieve at your age. So Jason Grubb, welcome to Rock City Complete Fitness, Rock City CrossFit, and RCCA podcast. Thank you. I uh, appreciate being here. I got a workout in this morning which is the first workouts in semifinals. <laughs> and I'm just easing back into the water with, um, I mean, it was actually pretty awful. Um, it, was, it wasn't easy this morning, but it was, uh, it was light on the volume, which is nice. So where, where did you do, you were doing your semifinals. Where were you located? I was in Cookville, Tennessee. Okay. I did uh, both quarterfinals and semifinals at, at Mayhem at yeah. the facility. Yeah. So was it helpful being in that environment, maybe a little inspiration there? Yeah, it is honestly the first time I've ever done qualifiers uh, with anyone else. Okay. Uh, so historically, I've always done qualifiers uh, in my gym uh, in 2015, 16, 17, 18. Even 2019, I sold my gym, but I also received permission to continue to, to train in that space. So I've always been solo, just me, myself, a clock, and music, uh, <laughs> and a judge, uh, you know, getting through these qualifiers. So for quarterfinals and semifinals to be around other human beings that are selling their souls, you know, to qualify, um, it was really special. It's it's really it's a much better situation. <laughs> right. like, it's like, oh, know, this is how it's supposed to be. Uh, this, I mean, it was it was fun. It relieved a little bit of the stress. Although, uh, when I'm solo doing it by myself, I can create whatever timeline I want for the day, and I have full control over that. Yeah. When there's two or three or four different heats, and you're coordinating, uh, you know this. During semifinals, two of the events I did them with uh, two teenage girls, okay. and they were fun to chase. They were chasing me on some elements. I was chasing them on some elements. And then uh, for the other two workouts, I was with you know thirty five year old like I mean they're they're young to me <laughs> right. you know as a thirty five year old just beefcakes just crushing it. Um, you know Elijah Muhammad uh, oh, yeah. was was in one of my heats on one of the events. Um, I mean just just crazy to to be trying to. Well, and honestly, when I'm in those moments, I don't know what they're doing. I'm not paying sure. attention. I'm very much focused on myself and focused on the clock and, and getting through uh, a strategy and a plan that I have. But still, having other people around, yeah. you know, when there's, when there's some of the top athletes in the world in this space doing it, and you have a, a cheering squad all sure. around cheering everyone, whether they're cheering me on or the next guy, that feeds, uh, you know, just a little bit of that adrenaline into sure. the system to get through one or two more reps at the end. Well, well and that's like our Thursday night lights. I yeah, mean, yeah. Adam had some great finishes only because of the hype and kind of getting wrapped up in the atmosphere. Yeah. And I can only imagine what Pasadena is going to feel oh, like and being able to challenge, 
yeah, channel I don't, I don't that. Have any idea. To, to <laughs> yeah, the most people you've had cheering for you is. What would you, know, you say? Fifteen thousand? They said that they're going to estimate about fifteen thousand. That's what's going to be able to fit inside of the stadium, and uh, so yeah. Well, and to highlight uh, Grubb's point, he first time he's ever won the quarterfinals and the semis online. Oh, so maybe having those people. And not doing well, it solo. I mean, yeah. And wherever I'm at in future qualifiers, I will invite anyone yeah. and everyone who wants to train or do or do the qualifiers with me at any skill level, as long as there's other human beings yeah. in the room, uh, you know, working hard. Well, um, and he he works out solo on a parking pad next to right. his camper well, and goes dark. Yeah. Uh, and you can highlight kind of your gypsy, you know, life. Well, yeah, but, tell us, so yeah. tell us about that. The, the, yeah. Reverse it a little bit. So walk it back and how did all this start? I mean, you started late in there in your journey. <laughs> I did. I, I started CrossFit, uh, at age 38. I was a, um, slightly overweight. I wasn't, I wasn't huge, but I was on my way to, um, a, a long decline in, in health. I was already on my way. Uh, so at 38, um, I would often jog a couple of times a week to try to avoid obesity. And we really just thought if, if I jogged like, you know, 20 miles a week, that would do it. And I really enjoy running actually. So, uh, at the time I loved running in the heat, but you know, I'd go for a run and every night in the cul-de-sac I lived in was happy hour. Like every right. night. I lived in that. So, I lived in that cul-de-sac. I was your neighbor. I mean, just so you know. It was a fabulous yes. cul-de-sac. You know, we drink three or four beers every night. I mean, everyone's garage door was open. Everyone's fridge was anyone's fridge. So, you know, yeah. if if, uh, if Doug had a <laughs> particular IPA I was interested in, I'd just go mow down his fridge. You right. Know? It was, I was open. Just grab it. That's uh, it. That's shout it. out Bridge Mill right now, by the way. <laughs> that's my home. That was right there. Right Bridge there. Mill. So, yeah, that was, that, that was starting to catch up to me for sure. Um, I mean, this was every night, almost every night. Uh, and I had a sister-in-law who said, you know, Jason, you'll love CrossFit. You should give it a shot. And I'm like, man, I don't, you know, I don't. I don't need cross. I don't need to go to a class. Like, I don't want group coaching. I don't want to go to a group class. Like, I'm never going to, like, aerobics. This is what I'm imagining. It's like aerobics with barbells or something. I have no idea what these guys are doing. And um, she tried for a couple of years to get me to go. And I just, you know, I know what I'm doing. I'll be fine. I didn't know what I was doing. But I, I finally agreed because she got... She got like an extra month for free if she brought a friend or some sort of incentive. I'm like, fine, I'll come. So I went to the gym, and there's like three people in the class, not at all what I expected. I thought this was going to be a big, again, a big like raw, raw class thing. I, I just, and you expect synchronization. Yeah. You're like, everybody's yeah. going to be synchronized. Someone's going to be a front They're leading the right. jazzercise <laughs> situation. With really short shorts on. And with really short shorts on, and, and in a large group setting like that, I don't want to go and be embarrassed. Right. I think that was one of my biggest things. Right, like, I don't want to go. I don't want to be embarrassed. I'm certainly not going to know how to do any of this stuff. And I got there, and like they showed me how to do everything. Yeah. Um, it was really hands-on. Uh, I loved it. And um, you know, I signed up. I didn't end up signing up at her gym, so I don't think she got the free deal. But I, <laughs> I signed up at a gym that was a little closer to home. And I mean, I went with her on like a Thursday or Friday. The following Monday, I started and went six days a week for a year. Yeah. Like I was just, I was in. And like anyone else that goes six days a week to kick things off. Like I got hurt mm -hmm. immediately. Mm. Um, you know, if you don't, if you see a client that starts at the gym and it's going to see, you're like, Hey bro, you need a break. Take Slow a day off. Yeah. yeah no well, and, and we find that can be a, 
a fork in the road for people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They'll hit that moment and they'll say, oh, I'm injured. So now that hurts me. I'm going to take a break. And now they've diverted. And we've had so many situations where you're just trying to reel them back in and go, whoa, 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 time out. And you have to reprogram them to think think like an athlete. Mm -hmm. Athletes can get hurt. Yep. You're not just fitness person. You're right. kind of moving towards a th- an athlete. And that's yeah. okay. And I the thing that the thing that initially got me, particularly in these the class, the gym that I showed up in, is it was a class full of um, middle aged yeah. men and women who some of them were fatter than me, but they were so stinking fit. Mm-hmm. It was mm. I was thoroughly confused. And my competitive nature, my internal like I, I was I was, I was I was just so confused. How are they so good? I'm having deja vu. That's exactly yeah. the story I told. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. They're yeah. so fit. And, and then the competitive side, you're like, how is this possible? This makes no that, sense. That person is doing laps around me. Yeah. Yes. A, a, a pregnant woman crushed me <laughs> in a workout. Her name was Tia. No. <laughs> so she was like Tia, but she was like, um, she was pregnant with twins. Oh, and wow. she killed me in this workout. And I'm just keeled over thinking with utter confusion. I have no I, I can't understand this. And all these people have just been going every day, so I'm just going to do that. Mm-hmm. So I did have a couple of setbacks. Like, I think I was trying to pull a, on a rower too hard, and I like, bruised a rib, mm-hmm. which is like just a rookie mistake. Um, I did a few rookie mistakes along the way. Um, but there was a competitive athlete in the gym. He was the gym owner, and he was in his 50s and the fittest human being I'd ever known in my life. Like, if I could ever catch Keith in a workout, that would be so great. And... About the nine, ten month mark, like I caught Keith in a workout. I started consistently beating him, yeah. as I should have, because I was about fifteen years younger <laughs> right. than he was. Um, so, but I progressed quickly, um, and because of my competitive nature, I was really trying to unlock how these guys were all so fit. So I was starting to eat better, um, paying attention, to, you know, sleep a little bit, um, training every day, uh, which was still probably a little bit too much volume to kick it in, and. Um, I got, I did my first competition nine months in and I went, it was just, it was a general competition, not a master's competition. And I just didn't want to get dead last. And there was probably 30 or 40 uh, men in my division and I got sixth and I wasn't even close to first, but I wasn't 30th. Right. So it's sixth. Like I caught the bug. Like, I love this. I want to compete more and do more. And uh, within a year of that, I, I owned my own gym and was essentially creating a life where I could do as much training as I wanted to while owning my gym and, and training others okay. and, and uh, leading them through that. So I tried to get to the games. I mean, I had vision. Now, was that your objective? Like when you said, okay, I, th- that's the ultimate, that's the mountaintop. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. It was when I, uh, <laughs> I remember my wife, when I started this, she was like, just don't like, just don't do that thing where you get obsessed. <laughs> Cause oh I just do that. Like I, I get obsessed about things and I, uh, 10 years ago went full on obsessed on this. Um, in fact, the first CrossFit open I was in, it was in 2014. And that summer was Rich Froning's final appearance as an individual at the games. And I knew a bit of the backstory cause I've kind of was watching a little bit about CrossFit, but again, trying not to be obsessed, uh, as my wife would have called it at the time. And uh, I remember when Rich, it was like the finale, it was the final day, it's on ESPN, and I was sort of secretly watching it on my iPhone, like at the time, like, and he won, like I watched him, it, the fittest man in history, and it was super cool, um, and it was probably watching that, I was like, oh, I want to get there, you know, that would be amazing, yeah. and I knew there was a master's category, I wasn't following it, I it was very much at the time just following that, um, but when I opened my gym, 
I was 39, I turned 40, and I was like, okay, I'd really like to try this master's thing. And year one uh, was probably 2015, 2016. Some, uh, 2016, I attempted as a 40-year-old, and it wasn't even close. 2017, I tried again. I was training so much, like ridiculous amounts of training. I was following a regular like competitor training program, killing myself every day in the gym, and I missed again by 20 or 30 spots. So I was a fit human being, sure. but it was not there. So I finally dialed back uh, after not making it in 2017. I was frustrated. I was like, okay, you know, I'm just going to follow a master's program, which was like half the volume that I was doing. And I also decided to really pay attention to my, what I was really eating, like yeah. actually dial that in. And uh, sure enough, with less volume, still a, a great amount of intensity, but less volume, a lot of focus, um, I, act, I, I snuck in in 2018. Like I say, I snuck in, like I, I qualified in 13th or something, okay. 17th, I think. But after video review, I was 13th. And I go to the games, just these are huge beings right. around me. Like, can I even do anything with these guys? And I got third at the games, which made me pretty excited. And again, the next year, there's no, there's no guarantees I'm ever going to qualify. But I've been able to stay healthy, stay fit, uh, remain relatively injury-free, qualified in 2019, and won the games as a 40 three-year-old that year. Um, 2020 happens, yeah. so there's no, there's no games for us. I turned 45 in 2021. I won that year. And then uh, last year, 2022, I won. And I seem to have a good momentum now. Um, I'd like to win again. I'd really yeah. like to go and win again if I can. Um, did, now, do you, ever do you ever take a coach? Did you ever have a coach go with no, you? I've, uh, no, no, I've never, had a, I've never had a coach. I've followed yeah. programming, and um, I've had – um, I've had friends go with me uh, or, or, or someone like that mm -hmm. I could bounce some things mm -hmm. off of, but um, really it's been a, a fairly solo effort as far as training goes. You I know, think Nick would volunteer. I know he would. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, Coach's card. You know. If Adam doesn't make it, we know he's already made it. So I'm, we're, I'm in. I, Adam, you ready he's to go to Madison? His, yeah, I'd go. Nick's going to submit his resume. I mean, so I, me, you, you got two weeks me, you, to pull it off there, buddy. Me, you, and Gross family in the camper. Can you imagine? It's easy. It'd be fine. There's plenty of room. So I have a question for you. Um, so how how much of being um, you know a, a competitive athlete, semifinal games athlete, how much of it is God given ability? And how much mm. of it is like you've got to work for it? Because yeah. I, I, like the like the Matt Frazier's of the world, there's so few of them, right? right. And and it's just like, why do we have the, this one guy always dominating the games? Right. It's Matt, it's Rich, it's now it's Madero. So yeah. like, what is it? That's what's the a really balance good question. There? It's um, I think it's a combination of both. Um, you know, it, it I've been able to train and watch you know Rich Froning. During a re during retirement, I've been able to watch as he's mm -hmm. what he does as a retired athlete, and it's insane the amount of volume. But I've also been around other you know top tier athletes. You know, I got to spend some time watching Roman Krennikov train yeah. uh, at Mayhem, and he is relentless. Um, it is insane. Um, it's an insane amount of training. Um, I mean, it's it's to the threshold of like it's as much as you can do. In fact, there was there was a day maybe a couple weeks ago where. Um, he took a day off. I mean, Roman doesn't ever take a day off, like a training day. He took it off. He just, he'd been working so hard that he took a well-timed, I mean, planned, like, I'm going to take yeah. the, the, the day off to, to recover. So I think there's relentless amount of training. And that's not to say that, ev I mean, everyone's training. So then on top of that, I think there is a slight um, genetic advantage. Yeah. That's all I can, 
you know, why did Matt win? Oh, Matt would say that he worked his butt off forever. And I would say that no one trained more than Rich Froning, probably in history, right? Um, I watched Krennikov, who's also got a lot of natural abilities, a huge human being. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he also trains and, and puts himself in tremendous amounts of pain every day. Um, I do the same thing. I've, I've trained consistently for years. I've eaten consistently, recovered consistently, avoided injury. Um, but I also often say in this sport, at least for me, like I finally found something I'm good at. Yeah. Like I wasn't good at like high. I wasn't good at sports as a kid. Like wasn't good at soccer. I was afraid of the baseball. Like straight up afraid that if, as soon as kids started pitching, all they did was throw the ball and hit me. So I was <laughs> never doing that again. Um, I didn't play any of those any of those sports. But um, and I've also had a lot of just failures in life. I've yeah. just mistakes. And but when I found CrossFit, I was like, oh, I found something I'm good at. Like I get it. I yeah. get this, and I get better and better. So I think there's a little element of. Like one of my favorite podcasts was like, is it luck or is it work? Mm. Well, I think it's like 90% work, but I think there's just a teeny little right. bit of luck. I mean, like you take somebody like Brooke Wells, you know, mm-hmm. who's been in the, the sport forever, but can't get on the podium. Yeah. You take somebody like Mal O'Brien, who's <laughs> really young Yeah, and She's look at her now, you know, I mean, she looks just, like she may have that little edge mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Whatever like that, that is. What, what is, I don't know what it is, but yeah. yeah. Well, even what about to your point about when you, throttled back you know you said you've never seen rich anybody work harder but right. i think even for adam there is that fine line about working and overtraining, yeah and trying to just trust your ability and not overdo it to where you're risking injury or we all know you can overtrain. yeah especially with our age your body lets you know right yeah, yeah. And so for adam i mean you're 23 Seven. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I, really went under, I really undershot that, right? <laughs> so 27, um, I mean, your body is going to recover differently. You're going to be able to, to take on a significantly more than, than Nick or myself, right? Um, but you'll still have the symptoms of overtraining, similar to what we'll have. And so for me, that dialing back was like, I mean, I was just doing the wrong kind of thing for training. I was just over, overtrained with uh, with less intensity. So yeah. if you if you tack on so much volume that there's actually no intensity in your mm-hmm. work, you're taking steps backwards. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I was likely causing burnout and potential right. injuries. It's just like in my mind, and this is just how my mind is, I've always been competitive. It's like if one human can do it, then freaking another can do it. You know, And, and really yeah. that's probably the, not the right mindset. Well, but if I'm over here like, man, if Rich is doing this, why can't I do this? You know, and... I don't know. Well, and a little it's preface just, to Adam, you know, he was a high school star quarterback. I mean, he yeah. has like history of being successful in sports. Yeah. And so I think that will to win has challenged him to be good at CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And he has that dog eat dog like and I think you made a comment on a podcast or something the other day about just you've seen guys who will die on that CrossFit floor. They go to that extremely dark place. And I think you even mentioned like your yeah. son doing a triathlon and like yeah. doing it one eyed in water yeah. because he just, and just, there's people who will just do that mm-hmm. and just not quit or to not bow out. And, and is that what it takes? Well, I think there's a mix. Okay. I mean, because when you get to your level, Rich level, yeah. Daryl's level, it feels like there's a, there's another level of intensity. I've watched yeah. you work out, I've watched you yeah. go really dark, mm-hmm. I've watched you writhe on the floor <laughs> right adam after a something you know no yeah and yeah. and then when you then you take that next leap to say the top 10 the top five the, yeah. the podium people 
have an intensity that you haven't yet experienced yeah. potentially. It's like small gains. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's all in perspective because like this time last year, you know, I wasn't power cleaning 275 in workouts right. for the quarterfinals. I couldn't have done that. I couldn't have, you know, I could have done a lot of things, hit fit, hit 15 ring muscle ups unbroken. I mean, there's just, there's minimal, it's smaller gains when I feel like you get on kind of like my level and I'm not anything special, but you know, to, to, to get on Mr. Humble. Well, yeah. I'm just saying like, you know, where I want to be and where I'm at, there's this, right. I feel like there's this huge gap, yeah. but it's just going to be small well, increments at we, a time. We kind of have a goal. Like, you know, he said like top 30 is his goal. I'm like, why not top 20? Why can't you go and look in the mirror and say, why not me? To your point of like, if Rich is doing it, if the workouts are perfect, Adam could be top nine. I, be, I well, believe that's, it. That's interesting that you mentioned that because when I went to the games in 2018, I know I'm going against the best in the world and in my age division. And I just, yeah, I was like, maybe top 10. I mean, that'd be amazing. If I could sneak into top 10, that would be insane. And the way the workouts laid out, I just I started having a little bit of success. You know, I, I was top five in a bunch of events. I didn't win any that year, but I was top five in a few. And I was like 18th and 19th in, in two of them. So it mm-hmm. pointed out a glaring weakness that I've, I've significantly worked on. Um, but I think there's a little bit of confidence that, that, that gets built. Like, so when I started in those, at the games that year in particular, like, okay, okay. I mean, yeah, I can hang I'm with in, these I'm guys. Yeah. It builds, this. yeah, it builds up a little bit. And though that live competition setting in particular, like there's adrenaline, there's a lot of fun. There's a lot of potential for um, huge mistakes mm-hmm. uh, because of all of, because of that crowd, because adrenaline is so high. So you got to strategize around that. But I think the more reps that you get in that situation, you're just learning and learning and yeah. learning um, what that's like, right? So for the next two weeks, you're you're gonna yeah. be around. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of fun. What would you what do you would you tell Adam yeah. that this is the thing to do for the next two weeks to give you the best chance at doing the best you can do at the games right. or at the semifinals? Don't get hurt. Okay. <laughs> like, just right. don't get don't hurt. Insert, yeah. And like you said, like it's not time to build strength. Like you're not going to get a ton stronger. Yeah. Like, you're not going to add ten pounds to your back squat this in the next two weeks. Um, and so I'm going to talk about it from my perspective, and then you'll have to somewhat translate that into the 27 year old perspective. But True. like, don't get hurt. Um, you're getting all the sleep, all the recovery, um, and not making big changes in life. I mean, right now it's it's about everything that you've done to get to here. Just keep doing that yeah. consistently. Right. So you're probably the fittest you've ever been, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're probably the healthiest you've ever been. You're probably eating the cleanest you ever have. You're getting the best sleep you ever have, or at least we want those trends moving towards semifinals. Um, semifinals week isn't the week to play catch up. <laughs> like it's yeah, not. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the best sleep of my life that week. I'm, I'm gonna really yeah. eat clean that week. I'm really stay hydrated. I'm really do a lot of mobility, which I'm, or recovery. Um, but yeah, with that, it's, it's, it's consistency. Um, we'll talk strategy. I think it'd be fun to talk strategy yeah, yeah. in competition, especially when you get the workouts. We can sort of play and pursue sure. one strategy. I'd love, I'd love to do that, yeah. We can plan on um, like where, you, where other people could probably make some big mistakes. I think that's where live competition, one of the advantages of doing this lots of times is like, I, know, I can see where the pitfalls are. I can see where someone's going to go out way too hot because they're really excited and they're going to die. Yeah. So we're just, you know, this was something that Rich was talking about at semifinals this year. Like he was, he was talking to the other guys like, hey, on this workout, 
we're not going to go super hard on those first burpees, right? On workout number four. He's the, he's the best at it. He's the best at it. And he went slow on the burp. He went slow on those initial burpees. And everyone else, he was three others in his heat. They all blasted through. And he thought like, man, well, okay, I guess I'm, I guess I'm beat. And he beat all of them by 30 seconds when the workout was over because he's, he's a master at sticking to a game plan. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about that. Um, but the other thing that is, I think is always so important is just not making any like dramatic changes. Yeah. So whatever you eat on, a, on the morning of training is what you eat at semifinals. Like you fuel your body the same way. You're not introducing something random. Like, oh, you know, I'm just start just adding beta alanine to everything I drink. <laughs> yeah. Dude, no, no. You just, well, everything he, that's working. He just dry shots it to the head, so we'll continue that. <laughs> I do, right? I, I do that, Just yeah. Gatorade straight down the gullet. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good point. You know, I, I feel like I, I do a... a pretty good job of that like the other day i was snatching and i was you know gonna build to a moderately heavy weight and i was like man my shoulder doesn't feel good so i'm yeah. just gonna tap you know, the brakes what, yeah what's the point you totally. know like so yeah that's a big deal well and he's yeah. been kind of getting frustrated and i told him every day is not going to feel like the previous and just because and he's been yeah. doing some repeats like kind of retesting yeah. some yeah and he just he gets upset if it's 20 or 30 seconds improvement and i'm like <laughs> man in that workout there's only so much improvement that's even there and just yeah. you kind of have to not just everything's not a huge win well and training is training performance yeah. is performance that's right. totally yeah, that's two a good different points. Yeah. well and one thing we're excited about is he's going to be in the first heat yep and that if the workouts are perfect he could come out and win a heat yeah so and, the story a mm, little little tiny backstory behind that i was in 29th place actually going into the last workout, the deadlift rope climb, yep. and I just botched it, dude, because I just – my head wasn't right. I, I thought I was going to get a major penalty on the GHDs. Mm -hmm. I just – I wasn't there. I was there, but I wasn't there. And that shot me down to 54. <laughs> right. One right. workout. Right. And I almost, I almost lost it. Headspace workout. Yeah. 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 So panic was there. Yeah. Now there's – it's a silver lining. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because I think you're I mean, now – go ahead. I can relate to that so much. Saturday, this last Saturday, you know, we did our first two workouts Friday, Saturday morning. We submit our scores, and Saturday at three o'clock, they release the leaderboard. Mm -hmm. I don't want to know what that leaderboard is until I've completed my next event, right? Yeah. And so we're actually doing event four that afternoon, just timing wise, it worked better. So I'm getting ready to go, and um, literally, they're about to start the clock, and my wife's like, hey, 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 you're in second. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, who's in first? Right, because now I'm now I'm mad. Now you want to like, know? Yeah, I would have been almost if she was like, "Hey, hey, you're in you're in eighth. I'd been like, "Okay, cool. I'm not even worried about it." Like eighth was almost better, but she told me I was in second, and I was like, "Okay, well, all right. So who's in first? And she told me, and I was like, "All right, well, I've got to now 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 my go. brain is all wrapping around this." Yeah. And then I went into this event, and it was full panic mode event. Like yeah. it started with burpees. It was the kettlebell um, workout and. My game plan wasn't going as planned, and internally it was a, 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 just a, a, a mind dump of fear. And then I was really nervous about the last rope climb, so yeah. I waited 30 seconds. I'm literally losing quarter or semifinals right now on this event um, because I my headspace got all goofed up yeah. just before I, I started. I thought I wasn't going to qualify. Right. You, did you I like, was like, I'm just going to hit this workout and just do it. I didn't even warm up. Worst. I mean, I just... <laughs> The worst. You yeah, barely then, warmed up 315 deadlifts. Yeah. Like and then, dude, you'll be warm when you get there. You got a lot of deadlifts <laughs> on the way. Yeah. I mean, but I didn't. And, and that was that's a good workout for me, really, besides the deadlifts. But anyways, What place whatever. did you end up getting in for? What was your? 
What was your finish? Uh, oh, on that stupid workout. Um, it wasn't stupid. It was, it was really good. Um, but it was, it, was, it was the only workout that I finished this weekend where I was laying on the ground thinking, like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. This, <laughs> the whole thing. This I want to be done. I, yeah, I'm gonna, I, this hurt so bad. I was in so much agony. And I think I got, like, fifth or something. Um, I, I want you to do that one just because I think you need to taste it. Well, and interestingly, I, I do think Bosman, um, I think he's, there, was, there was an artistic expression in that workout of like on paper that workout is just not a big deal yeah it's just I mean you're just doing burpees and you know holding a holding a kettlebell in a goblet position this is like an accessory an accessory workout it should yeah. be fine right and then it turns around and punches you square in the mouth yeah. um, I think his programming is more of like you have to it's accuracy you have to oh, be yeah. kind of like oh, you yeah. can't you can't mess up. Mm -hmm. Like in days mm -hmm. workouts, you could kind of mess up or you could raw strength it or you could, you know, but his are like either you could do it and you do it or you don't and you're done. Well, yeah. And even Betta said she thought they were almost not repeatable. Oh, yeah. Like, they, I would like never she, repeated, repeat. she repeated that one ironically Nuts. because she almost, you know, yeah. crapped the bed. But, you know, she just said the way that the timeline and the way you, you know. It was, it was designed in such a way like workouts one and two. Uh, the first workout was particularly very long with rowing, double unders, shuttle one. It was uh, it was mimicking the triple three from mm -hmm. the games in 2014, uh, so it, it had that feel to it. And then you went into th three minutes of max snatches. So this was incredibly devastating. And then the next option you have is is uh, heavy thrusters or 135 pound yeah. thrusters with some ring muscle ups mixed in there. So you finish those, and now those are under your belt, and you have to do this goblet uh, workout or you know, kind of a, a particular version of DT mm -hmm. followed by a handstand hold. So you, he has a way of designing those yeah. in an order that puts you into a bit of a deficit going yeah. into the second half. I've been half. training the triple three. I, I've, I've been it's hearing things one. that like, we're, we're going to see it. I think so. he, it's such a good monostructural test. Yeah. I mean, I agree. it's gross. So shifting gears a little bit, Jason, you, you're here for a reason. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your journey. Yeah. You're, you're traveling around. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, about almost two years ago, um, got this this idea that we didn't need to be in Colorado forever. Um, you know, the, the, the kids were not in school, so we have a nine-year-old and a six-year-old um, at home, uh, older kids that are out and about. And so we'd been doing some homeschool with the kids, and it just dawned on us, like, like we, we don't have to be stationary. Like, everything that I do, all the training uh, that I do with my clients and programs and stuff, that's all online, so I can do that anywhere. Um, what if we get an RV? Well, actually, I was thinking Sprinter van, and uh, that's never going to work with two kids and two dogs and two adults. So and my wife was like, hey, what about an RV? And I was like, no, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't want to go stay in trailer parks RV. I didn't know anything about this, this world, so she showed me some designs. I was like, oh, that's an RV? Right. Okay, like we have, this is great. I have got a garage. We can carry all my equipment. So we ended up purchasing an RV, selling our house, and, and getting out on the road. Um, so we travel. Uh, now we've gotten down to a rhythm of being in a particular location anywhere from two weeks to up to like two months. Okay. Avoiding cold, if at all possible. <laughs> sure. So, I mean, we're, we're young and it's, it's that idea that like you can live your best life wherever you're at. And so I've always designed, or at least in the last 10 years, I've designed a lifestyle that allows me to train a lot. So I had a gym and then I ended up selling it and then I started moving in the online space. All that allows me to train. And this just threw this like little wrench and like, well, now I can train wherever I'm at on the road. So we've been traveling, um, you know, from, from place to place. And 
if there's access to CrossFit gyms, I'll come to the gyms because it's much more fun to train sure. in the gym and, and meet people. Uh, if I if it if timing doesn't work or if I'm just not really that close to a gym, I have almost everything with me to be able to train at the RV. I've got a pull up rig that I uh, I use stakes to tie that to the ground so I can do muscle ups uh, on that. <laughs> I can do back squats. I can I can snatch. I've done. Um, some max snatching on gravel, you know? So <laughs> you get really, you get, what's, what's really nice get, when you do that kind of stuff or, or heavy back squats when you're trying to like dig your feet into the dirt to make them even is when you come into a CrossFit gym with flat ground, it's luxurious. Easy. Oh, that's easy. Uh, so it's dirty. Uh, sometimes it gets dusty. Uh, but I have it, I mean, even in the RV, I have a skier, a biker, a rower. So if it's raining, I can get some solid workouts done in the RV. Wow. 150-pound um, sandbag in there makes things devastating, obviously, too. <laughs> so um, I'm in Arkansas right now because we were traveling through the southeast uh, for a couple of reasons, kind of checking out the southeast. We've never really been there, and you know, we do want to settle down, maybe have a home at some point again. Uh, here in th- Arkansas, right? Maybe. I mean, this is, our, this is we've been here for <laughs> less than 24 hours. Next door to the hours. pulpit. Yeah. In my neighborhood. We'll just see how the weather goes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know it gets pretty warm here, and... Um, a friend of mine just sent me a message. He said, stop chasing tornadoes. Like, <laughs> we keep moving where tornadoes are. We were in Alabama. Like two weeks later, tornadoes went through there. And so anyway, we're in Tornado Alley now. Um, so we're here for a couple of weeks on our way to Dallas for a month and then working our way to Colorado for my older son's wedding. And then we'll be right back up to Madison for the games. Um, and then we'll circle around again, probably through the southeast. Um, so that's just a lifestyle that we've designed. And... What I've found is I visit different areas. People are like, hey, if, if, if you're in town, man, let's let's throw down together. Yeah. Um, and I decided to orga- get organized around that. Like, actually, let's get ahead of this. So, you know, I've known Nick for a couple of years, and I'm like, maybe it was like five or six months ago. I'm like, dude, I'm coming. Yeah, we're we coming kept to Arkansas. Talking about the pulpit, and then you're like, hey, I think I'm going to be in your area, and I was like, dude, we got to make this happen. Yep. Yeah, it yeah. Actually, happened. And, um, you know, in in when I was in Birmingham, Alabama, um, I invited a few friends. I was like, hey, guys, I'm going to throw down. When you guys were doing your quarterfinals, I was going to test them out that weekend. Yeah. And so I invited my friend Adam. I said, hey, if you've got any friends that want to come in and do some training with me, you know, I'm going to hit these workouts today. And so they came. We had a great time throwing down together, like literally all um, sort of skill levels. We had yeah. some really good guys, some guys that were not quite as experienced. We had a great time and decided to um, just get ahead of it. If I'm in a particular area, like Little Rock, for a couple of weeks, let's organize yeah. a weekend where we can get some some athletes together to train together to share about you know competition nutrition some of the things I've learned um, it's a lot of access really is that's one of the things I want to be able to provide is, is access so people can just ask me whatever questions they want wherever they're at in their journey so we have uh, we have one happening here next weekend next weekend yep. is that May 13th and 14th 12th, 12th and 13th 12th and 13th yep. nailing it on the dates here <laughs> yeah. I had it on my phone but I turned my phone upside down um, well no yeah so we're gonna yeah so we're gonna we've set it up if you're if you've looked at uh, Rock City's social media or Nick Holder's social media uh, you're well aware of the competitive training camp next uh, next weekend the 12th and 13th it's gonna be an evening uh, get together kind of sign in 5 five thirty, something like that we'll have a little uh, evening session and then we'll come back next day, and you guys are going to throw down. But you're also going to cover some other topics. What's yep. some example topics you want to cover? Yeah, so um, I want to open up one of the discussions. There's really two discussions. Um, and they'll be pretty open forum because this, this, we're not going to have 1,000 people in here. So it's going to be pretty small, yeah. um, small group kind of conversations. But one can be um, more focused on nutrition. Mm-hmm. So what are the, the, the elements of nutrition that helped me make a significant change from a, a fat guy to a fit guy? 
because that was one element of it. Um, the other element was going from just a fit guy to uh, a performance guy, because those are two mm. different things as well. Like I went from eating whatever I want to being a pretty significant caloric deficit, but also not being hungry all the time. So that's one element to, um, hey, I, I qualified for the CrossFit Games in 2018 and realized I was under eating by about 1,000 calories a day. So I adjusted my eating. I ended up gaining probably 15 pounds over the last four years to where I'm, I'm, not as, I'm not as heavy. I've been heavier as a fat guy, but I'm the heaviest athlete I've ever been and I'm performing um, you know, better than I ever have. So that's all been very intentional nutrition. So lots of questions around that during one of our Q&As. Um, and then another Q&A, we'll talk about uh, sort of performance strategy, uh, mindset, those kind of elements that you can't teach in programming. Like it, these are the secrets or the secrets, these little hacks that I've, I've learned along the way. Like no one shares this stuff. So I'll share some of my, uh, my hacks and my tips and you know, how I pace myself through workouts. Getting that cheat code, baby. The cheat codes. I'll give you the cheat <laughs> I mean, the code. That's awesome. Guy, how the cheat code, code is there are no cheat codes. <laughs> it's just hard work. And, uh, you know, and I'll share. It's hard work. And there are, there are some cheat codes in there, um, you know, on pacing and, and how to stay on target, how to know your capacity, how to visualize some things. That, have, awesome. Being yeah. in Cookville, have, were you able to learn from Rich? Were you there two months? Uh, I was there two months in the fall and a month in the spring here. I mean, were you? Have you learned some stuff from being oh, there? Yeah. Or oh just yeah. Just watching, or, yeah. or, or have you been able to interact and pick his brain? Or? Not necessarily interact. Not necessarily pick his brain, but just train a lot uh, with him, uh, along with the the crew of of um, games athletes that are there. So I've gotten to see how they train, how they um, how they build their days, regimented days. And, um, also, I mean, it's mayhem. So there's a little element of chaos there. Mm-hmm. Like you, it's, <laughs> and I think they'd be, it'd be fair at saying like, yeah, sometimes you just go in and like, they know what they're doing. And other days they're like, you know what, here's what the plan is. And Rich just comes in and destroys just it. Goes through the whiteboard. <laughs> He's like, well, that workout's stupid. Let's do it this way. And you're like, what is Rich? I was like, wait a minute, so Rich. Like, Time out. You just sent that workout to everybody. Let's <laughs> don't be banging that. Right? Here's an example that was, it was really fun. Um, so when we were getting ready for our event number two, semifinals event number two, it's, it's uh, muscle, ring muscle-ups and thrusters, right? And what we were all trying to figure out was like, what's the strategy? Do we want to do five ring muscle-ups, five thrusters? And we all had to get to a minimum of 15 and 15 and then just accumulate as many reps of any of the uh, movements until the five-minute mark. So we had one of the athletes uh, try five and five until he got to 15 and then just AMRAP thrusters. We had another, one, uh, another athlete do five, three, five, three, five, three ring muscle-ups, thrusters, and then start building uh, thrusters. Did someone else go like eight, seven, six, whatever. They all tested it for us. And then we all did the workouts. Uh, myself, the teenagers, uh, and the 35-year-old master's athletes that were there, including Rich. And then afterwards, he's like, hey, Tyler, one of the guys that tested the workout. He's like, now do it in reverse. So start with 15 thrusters, and then do as many ring muscle-ups as you can for the next four and a half minutes or mm. whatever, you know? Um, <laughs> And that's just such, when I heard that, I was like, God, that's such a rich move right there. <laughs> you know, he'll just take a work and be like, okay, that's kind of fun. Like, he'll just look at the way, but like, that's fun. Okay, let's go through it that way. And then um, rest one-to-one and then just do it in reverse. Just do the whole workout in reverse. That's a totally different workout. That is. Yeah. yeah we, just, we, we all yeah. did it. Yeah. For, we, I think I even talked to you about strategy. Yep. And you, you stuck to finishing all the rings first, right? Uh, I or, did. I did one break from the rings and did some thrusters and went back and finished the rings. Yeah. I just so like Roman and all the like Guy, do they yeah. just do what Rich is doing? Well that's they... that's interesting. So um it's actually hard to tell from an observer. It's yeah. um a lot some of them follow uh, mayhem programs, some of them have um an individual coach. Yeah, that's what I kinda thought. And then some of them um 
will train with Rich, but they are all also very much independent, like, uh, um, athletes, they a lot of them are making their own decisions. Like they may have an, uh, a weakness, so they might be working on a specific weakness, yeah. or one person may modify this this generic workout that everyone's doing, but she might modify it because she needs to work on this particular element. Yeah, so yeah. they'd all take a lot of personal responsibility yeah. to ensure that they're getting what they need done. Um, and in, on the master side of things, yeah, it's. I mean, I've I uh, have, have sort of always worked on. How does this fit best for me? What sure. works best for me in each different scenario? Like, what, yeah. do, what do I need um, with regards to my weaknesses? Or even with a generic workout, here's this 21 and 15, 9 workout. How am I going to approach this that's going to help me the most for my training? Um, so maybe I'm going to go unbroken on this and, and break that up. I, but I'm, we all have to make those individual decisions. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. It is interesting. And it's, it is mass chaos. At, at a certain point, you've got... I mean, some 10 of the best other athletes in the world all training around yeah. you. Like, hey, guys, look, I just don't want to be in anyone's way. Man, I don't want to get... Yeah. It'd be, uh, be cool to get there someday. So he mayhem to Rock City. I think I would, <laughs> I think I would rather... If, if Rich hears this, I think... Which he probably won't, but... Oh, I'm sending if, him. He'll never if hear I, this. Yeah. If I think I would rather want to... I think I'd rather make it to Mayhem than the CrossFit Games this year. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's especially if you make it to the games. I think you get to go out to Mayhem. Hey, do you want to so. do a shout out real quick? What you got? Well, Where? I mean, yeah, I can shout them out. They ain't gonna hear me, but I did get a bunch of uh, Mayhem stuff, so that's yeah. cool. Yeah. He sent it to his doorstep. Mayhem today. athlete, man. That's I uh, I did what Rich do it. Do I tell you the the fittest I've ever been? It's probably now, but last August I was getting ready for Monster Games. It's kind mm. of like it's in August. Kind of simulates the games. It's three days, fifteen of, like scores. Um, and I, it's, I use it as my CrossFit games, and I was training what's Rich doing up until that point, and it was I was the fittest I've ever been. Dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was like wouldn't miss a beat on yeah. what's Rich doing. Well, yeah. tell him how you got off of Rich. What Rich was going? Well, like, he was like taking like two weeks off, going elk hunting in the <laughs> yes. middle of December or whatever. And so there's just nothing on. And his, I'm just what's like, Rich yeah, doing. like I I can't do that at least know. it's transparent you know yeah what's rich I mean, doing he's hiking the mountains of colorado right he's now. hiking for go on a hike for three hours like, i'm not <laughs> gonna do that in december i got stuff to work this is off season you know but well if you're interested in participating on the 12th and 13th uh we'll have a link in the show notes uh that'll link over to the uh the competitive training camp with Jason Grubb. So we're excited to host it for you. It's be fun. Thank and, you. And uh, we're going to get some people in here and and throw down for about a day and a half. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know Nick will be there, but we're looking for a whole lot of other people to show up. So we're yep. excited. We'll keep yep. pushing it. So, Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Remember to check out the show notes for the link to our sponsor, Trailblazer Roasting Company. Also look for that link to get information about the competitive training camp that happened on 12th and 13th. Uh, if you want more information about Rock City Complete Fitness, our programs, CrossFit, Boot Camp, Personal Training, Nutrition Coaching, Youth Fitness, whatever you need, go to our website at rockcitycompletefitness.com. Now, this is our eighth episode of the podcast. If you like it, spread the word. If subscribe. That way you'll know when we release a new one. And let us know if some other topics you might want. Maybe shoot me an email, phil at rockcitycf.com. So... On behalf of myself, Jason, Adam, Nick, remember that commitment is a choice, so you keep choosing you by staying committed to your health and fitness. Thank you for listening to the RCCF Podcast.